0: what's up everybody and welcome to somebody's mama podcast we're your hosts nicole and kendra thank you guys again so much for staying tuned in and checking out the podcast we really appreciate it make sure to please take a moment and write us a little review you know tell your friends about the podcast show us some love we appreciate the love
1: yes absolutely tell a friend tell a friend. <laughs> tell a
0: friend and check up the um check out our instagram we kind of keep you guys a little bit more updated there we are what should we tell him yet we'll tell, we'll tell you we'll tell you later we'll tell you later,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: On, we'll tell on, you later. <laughs> yes yes we'll tell you later we're working on a special little thing for you guys anyways but we'll, we'll get to that anyways Kendra how was your three-day fourth of July weekend? I'm sorry
1: it was good I'm laughing because before we started um I couldn't think of like my mama moment today and so I asked my (laughs) husband and he reminded me of something really funny so I'll share that in a little bit but um my weekend was good um yeah it was 4th of July weekend and so um we spent time with family Friday what did we do on Friday I feel like I don't remember I feel like Friday was just a regular day if I'm not mistaken um oh we went to friend's house on Friday um my husband kind of like got off work early I had took the boys um down to like this little pond you know if you're from the area, those Lagos area, there's like this little man-made pond or whatever. So I took the boys down there so that we could walk around and look at the fish. And they have turtles in there. And they have Ooh. ducks. And um, they have a little waterfall. So that was fun just to get out of the house. Um, I took my son, my older son, Kendon he usually has donut day with his dad but his dad was really busy with work in the morning and so i was like oh i'll take over donut day so <laughs> we went and got him a donut and then we went to the little pond so he can eat it and walk around um and then after that he wanted to go to his friend's house so um i called my husband he's like i'm almost done with work come pick me up so we all went over there <laughs> Aww their house and we ended up staying there like until like nine o'clock at night. So oh, wow that was fun. Um because the kids play so well together. And then on Saturday um I don't remember. <laughs> I think Saturday we cleaned, yes. We cleaned on Saturday. No, we cleaned on Sunday. I'm all over the place. It was a very long weekend. <laughs> i kept forgetting what day it was <laughs> You like what day is it what is
0: yeah, that? <laughs> because
1: the weekend was so long it was long it was i just long. kept forgetting like what day it was so honestly i don't remember what we did on saturday on sunday we went to my aunt's house and she has a nice pool so we went swimming and the family barbecued um so Kendon and bryson had a great time playing with the kids and we ate really good, and then we came home, and there was a few fireworks. In our neighborhood, they did um, a block party, and oh. my community is like a new, newer community. It's only a couple years old, and so um, I was like, oh, I was kind of sad we're going to miss it, but I wanted to spend time with my family as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of the neighbors were out there until really late, like... <laughs> What? It was like eleven thirty, and they're playing like booty licious. I'm like, what? <laughs> booty licious? You're like, if y'all don't call it. A and night. Then I heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, nah, y'all need to go to bed.
0: <laughs> uh, so that
1: show. Like they did a couple of fireworks. It was. We were watching from the window, and it was really sad. <laughs> like. I was like, that's the best y'all could do. But they had a lot of stuff out there. I saw on the um, community Facebook page the next day, it looked like they had a great time. So maybe one of these days we'll try to, because it started at five. Because I was like, oh, we can go there first before we go um, to my aunt's house. But it didn't start till five. And so I'm like, one day we'll make it for some portion of it. But, ah, that's late yeah i guess because they didn't want it to be all day because it doesn't get dark until nine o'clock yeah so, um so yeah they did that and then um monday we you know we had the extended holiday <laughs> i did not need that monday i was like listen <laughs> <laughs> wrap it I up the like, dang a it already felt long enough right and so uh, we went to visit a friend, she just got a um, a new house in um, Lakewood area, so we went to go see her house, and she cooked and stuff, and the kids had fun over there, and now here we are, so yeah, it was a really long weekend, but it was fun, um, the kids had a great time, Kenan thought we were just supposed to go swimming again today, because he's like, let's go swimming, I'm like, no, that was the weekend, like, <laughs> it's over, <laughs> it's over, okay. Finally, <laughs> but yeah, how was your weekend? Um. Okay, so my weekend
0: Friday, I think I was working Friday, and then Saturday. Saturday is always chill at our house because we do so much go go go. So mm-hmm. Saturday, we were chilling. I was chilling with the kids, clean the house. My husband, I th- did he? I think he 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 did he work? I think he worked, or maybe he didn't work. I don't remember. But we just chilled, watched movies, like kids play in the front real simple stuff right yeah and then um sunday fourth of july i kind of felt about. i kind of felt bad about it but you know i've been telling you like i've been trying to record youtube stuff right for my right. channel right mm-hmm. so early sunday morning early sunday morning i went and recorded youtube videos which was just like sit down videos mm-hmm so, I was like, I felt good to be able to, like, get that done, you know? Yeah. And then, then we went back home. We, you know, barbecued a little bit. And then um, I ended up just taking Austin, my, my two oldest. I ended up just taking my two oldest to the fireworks show. Oh, okay. But listen. <sighs> <with them>. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it said that the fireworks show is going to start at sundown. Mm-hmm. sundown was 805 mm-hmm. i'm rushing the kids to get to the show to get there and you know like i'm not going to the actual park you know you like pick somewhere yeah, like the parking lot you know. yeah yeah close enough so we pick out this parking lot that's close by and there's a lot of, not too many people there but like a good amount of people there whatever right mm-hmm. and a lot of people that are parked there walk down to the park and then some people set up chairs so we just set up chairs or whatever right Mm -hmm. the show did not start (laughs) until about 9 15
1: yeah because like even though the sun is down it still didn't get dark until after nine
0: i don't know why i thought sundown meant like that's when it was gonna be dark
1: (laughs) no that probably was like sunset because i remember we were on our way home at like 8 30 and i was like you could still see a little light
0: in the sky. Oh my goodness. So anyway, my kids they watched that show once and then mosquitoes was eating us up. I was mad. And then <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I never got mosquito bites until last year. Last year was the first time I
1: ever got mosquito bites. Mosquito bites are really bad out here now too. Like just on a random day in the neighborhood. I never used to get mosquito bites unless I went to the south yeah and now it's like you can't even go outside without wearing <laughs> bug repellent like the summer is disrespectful
0: and so um okay so then but what was cool is by the time i put the kids in the car mm-hmm. they knocked out oh bomb yeah so they knocked out and um josh and i were able to like my husband and i were able to like watch a movie and like have grown-up conversation and like so that was really nice. That's
1: always a blessing.
0: <laughs> yeah. When they just knock out, like they just tired, you know?
1: Right. Worn out.
0: Mm. And then the next day, that Monday, um, we just kind of relaxed a little bit. And then we went to the beach towards the evening. Mm-hmm. And we just like walked and uh, let the kids play in the sand a little bit. Mm. And then, uh, came back home so we kept it pretty we kept it pretty chill i i think my family is still like a little bit in the pandemic times
1: yeah yeah
0: mostly because i have a newborn she's only almost three months right But everybody is just real like cautious around her Mm -hmm. and my my sister her nieces oh my gosh my niece had a party at the house okay look at my niece told (laughs) i'll be spilling my business on here my niece (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my niece told my, my my sister told my niece oh yeah you can have a couple friends over because her other daughter who's about to go to college was out with her friends for fourth of july right
1: uh-huh.
0: so she says like oh, okay so she invited a couple friends girl <laughs> my sister had about 75 people in the back shut shop. up these kids showed <laughs> my sister calls me like oh my gosh all these kids are showing up i'm asking meanwhile she live in a gated community with like 30 houses okay
1: oh my gosh
0: i'm like how did these first of all how do all all these kids know the code or what
1: so it turned into a full-on party
0: a full-on party they had the music blasting and she was like showing me like oh my gosh look at what am i gonna do anyways her husband got there and shut it down okay
1: oh good
0: (laughs) yeah he got there and shut down I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They had a full-on like, "Hey, like, people. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer." <laughs> <laughs> I know. she did not. She did not. But that's crazy. But like, she just told a couple people, "Like, come through," and then it's like seventy-five. Somebody told somebody who told somebody. Yeah, we all going to Kennedy's. Are we going to Kennedy's? Oh, I don't mean to say Right. We, yeah, we going to, we're going, to, we're going to.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Especially like they're like, oh, her mom's cool. Like, yeah, I remember when we in <laughs> high school. It was like, you know, so so mom ain't home, but it's like
0: her mom was in right here. <laughs> her mom was right here. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy.
0: It was crazy, but it kind of took me back to when we used to go to all those different um,
1: house parties. Oh my God. Remember that time my mom tried to... (laughs) What? My mom tried to drop us off. Okay, so I don't even remember what the guy's name was. And I won't go too much into it, but I want you to remember this situation, but I don't know if I can help you remember without telling you. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? i think so it was like somebody we we're talking to at the time i don't remember his name though i was yeah he went to another school and he was like throwing the party i guess and it was like me you um the guy we used to hang out with i'm trying not to say everybody's name because i don't know um anyway I yeah talk to that many people so I, at the time I don't I don't remember what grade we were in because for some reason my mom was dropping us off. So it had to be like sophomore or junior year cuz we all had cars by senior year. Yeah. But um I told my mom it started at a certain time because I didn't want her to I didn't want us to get dropped off by her in front of everybody. So we went super early. <laughs> And then the guy was like, oh, the we have pulled up to the house. And he's like, oh, the party is not going to be here anymore. It's going to be at this address down the street. And so he's like, and then my mom's all out the window like, you don't even know where your party is going to be at? Okay, I remember that.
0: I remember, okay, I remember that moment of your mom saying, you don't know where the party's at, but I don't remember the, I don't
1: yeah.
0: remember. Because I didn't ask yeah, so, that many people. I was like such a, um... I was such a, like, an ugly duckling. Um, Girl,
1: no, because he was cute. And he, Yeah, you was talking to him. Did he go to uh, school and start to see? Yes. I don't even remember. I don't remember his name at all. Like, at all. And this it was, was like- during high school? I believe it was during high school. Because your mom was dropping us off. Right. It had to be during high school. But anyway... We, remember, we uh, he, couldn't out, <laughs> he couldn't figure out where the party was going to be. So my mom dropped us off at the movies. And then we had AJ come pick us up.
0: Okay, I remember that. And I remember we that. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But I'm not quite linking it. I don't remember who.
1: Okay, who, well, we can talk about that offline because he ain't important. But anyway, I don't even know why we started talking about this. But, yeah. you remember the person's name? No, I don't remember his name at all. But anyway, I'm trying to tell the story, girl. So we went to the party. My mom was like, you don't know where the party at. So then she dropped (laughs) us off at the movies. And we had our other friend come pick us up from the movies once the party got cracking. Yeah. And then he took us to the party. And then the party got shut down after a while and then we had to all pile back up in his car with extra people and then he <laughs> dropped us back off at the movie theater because my mom thought we was at the movies
0: <laughs> are you sure that was with me
1: you had to be there i think he was there
0: uh, i don't think that was me you had but to i be do there. remember a moment of your mom saying y'all don't know where the party is but i don't Not feel like that
1: didn't. was me maybe you didn't go with us back to the party it was definitely you. You were there in the beginning. I remember because you're the one who were talking to the guy. Because the other girl we was with was talking to AJ's cousin. So I know she wasn't talking to him. And I know I wasn't talking to him. Talking to AJ. <laughs> I don't think that AJ, was AJ's. That was one of our high school memories. Nicole is stuck on the fact like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, because I I, you know, I didn't talk to a lot of people in high school. I know. So he was for me to then... Dark skin. I think he was dark skin.
0: I don't know. I know I like dark skin, but um,
1: <laughs>
0: I, you know, what? I think I could ca- actually. I think I kind of remember, but I felt like that was after high school.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't remember if it was or not. I don't know why my mom was no. About. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I did. I think I remembered. I think I remember. It. I, think I
0: remember, it. I remember okay, this after now. High school, no, but it was. I had to senior year.
1: I, uh, no, I don't know was, why my mom was will be dropping us off. That was weird. No, she would not be car dropping car off, so, off us off on Anyway, y'all. I know y'all. Anyways,
0: don't care. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot we were recording the podcast. Oh, right, I try to bring it back around because I'm like they don't care. I'm
0: just spelling all the tea here on the podcast, right. Okay?
1: Anyway, yeah, we had some. We'll have to talk about our other escapades another day, but.
0: Yeah, because there's some funny ones out there. Yes. You know, I know we got to go on, but one of my favorite ones was not favorite ones, but one of our probably craziest ones Mm -hmm. is both the times that we went to the Black College Expo.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. That's a whole episode in itself. Seriously, we thought we were going to die that day. Like we trying to come and learn to give them education,
0: <laughs> but there was two times in that two two times we went to a Black College Expo. We had issue. Remember when I we can't go and I don't think we could talk about yeah. that one part we'll have
1: another day. Yeah, but um, if you if you're from the LA area, you know that the Black College Expo <laughs> turned into something else that it was not meant to be. <laughs> but we always went and look at cute Nicole try to wear heels, and they started shooting. listen
0: listen you want to know something funny about one of the times we went to a black college expo Mm -hmm. is that uh my husband was there the same time we were there yeah
1: that's crazy that was crazy if y'all would have actually like ran into each other it was a year some of you guys listening probably were there too it was a year chameleon air was there <laughs> and they started shooting inside of the convention center. Inside, up out into the bathroom. It was a mess. It was a like mess. kids got lost. Like it was a hot mess. Yeah,
0: we and had to like reunite. It was it was crazy.
1: Yeah, we have so many uh stories because we've known each other for so long. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So let's jump into our. We're going to skip over hot topics today because it wasn't anything pressing in the media that we wanted to talk about. So, and we're really excited to talk about our main topic today. So we're just going to skip over that section and move into our mama moments. Yes. So would you like to start or shall I, since I have one now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Do your mama moment. Okay. So, um, he was laughing, right? last week we went to uh nicole's office actually and i took my son with i had both of my kids with me
0: yeah. um
1: so yeah we were planning some stuff for the podcast you know meeting up and um i had my kids with me and so we were leaving we already went out to the car and Of course, we get in the car, and Kendon is like, I have to go potty. And Nicole is already locking up, so I'm like, I don't want to ask her to, like, open it back up. Like, I have a little Porter potty potty or, like, a little kid's potty in my trunk. And also, he's a boy, so he could just go in the bushes, right? Right. So I'm putting my baby in the car, my one-year-old in the car, and I turn around, and my son is standing in the middle of the parking lot with his pants already down like (laughs) (laughs) just taking a whiz (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of the parking lot and I'm like what is going what is my life like (laughs) Like, what's going on on? I told him to wait I'm like hold on like let's you know I'm gonna take you to the bushes but I just wanted to get the baby in the car so we could stand to the side he just that's the boys for you though like he's like listen I could go anywhere
0: like I gotta go now I'm gonna just do this what I gotta do right now
1: So I had to get my water bottle and like wash down the uh pavement <laughs> because I'm like gross <laughs> So I'm oh, like I God. hope her neighbors don't see anything
0: <laughs> oh I didn't even think about that oh my gosh
1: so That's I'm like funny. washing down the, um, the pavement with my water. And I'm like, get in the car. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, all done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. The adventures what? of being a boy mom. Oh, for reals.
0: Uh, I got my son to the point where um, I always have a water bottle on me. So I, I just have him pee in the water bottle.
1: Yeah, I keep the porter potty for that reason. But he was
0: like, "I ain't got time to wait." That's too funny.
1: What about yours?
0: So okay, so, um, over the weekend, my son he asked me, "So, mom, what are you gonna do when I move out?" What? And I was like, "Oh my god!" So a little backstory. Like a year or so ago, I, I always have these like, like deep conversations with my kids once they start to get a little older, like just like to try to motivate them and be like, you know, you know, if you have dreams, you can go for them and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like a year ago, I was talking to him about like making decisions and like making good decisions. And that's also a good way, like, especially with boys, when they be acting up, you'd be like, is that a good decision or a bad decision? You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so i was like a year ago talking to him about decisions and then um the next day this is a year ago i was talking to him about decisions one night and then the next night he told me hey mom i made a decision and i was like oh, okay what's your decision and he was like you know when i get older i want to have a family oh and so this past weekend he always brings it up like I want to be a family like I want to get married I want to have my own kids mm-hmm. so <laughs> over the weekend he was like what are you gonna do when I move out and I was like oh my God, here we go with this whole move out thing again <laughs> <laughs> and he was like yeah I was like well you know you can still come over and he was like are you gonna like you know, watch my kid. I'm like, oh, my God. He has his whole life plan. He got his whole life. And then I was talking to my husband. I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, I think we might be doing a good job if he wants to have what we have.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Because I was like, oh, my gosh, he wants to He was like, yeah, I want to have, you know, one day have my own family. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, like, it was like one of those moments where you make yourself like, okay, maybe, Maybe I'm doing all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. For him to see that and to not only like see it, but to desire it. Because some kids look at their family and be like, oh, no, I ain't doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, no. (laughs) No.
0: So, but I tell him, like, yeah, okay, yeah, you have to get married and then have kids. Then Mm -hmm. you can have kids. I always tell him that you have to be married first. I'm trying to just drill that into his brain yeah because boys lord jesus i don't know he's the first boy in my life <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to expect what not? oh to yeah because you
1: grew up with sisters
0: yeah i grew up around all sisters all girls i didn't grow up really around that i had one cousin that's a boy that's really close but i I don't really know like you know what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah we, i kind of was talking to um the friend's house that we were at we're kind of talking about stuff like that too because we all have boys and so (laughs) we were just like the conversations we're going to have to have and like we were talking about whether um like when to give cell phones and stuff I think I talked to this about you talked to this talked to you about this too (laughs) yeah but um with the internet and like all the things that are at their disposal and my approach is just to try to get there first like try to talk to them about as many things as I can first explain to think explain to things to them like you know try to think of what's going to come up in conversation at school and give them uh the right explanation the proper terms for things and so that they can already be knowledgeable about things from home and they're not learning things from their friends which is hard because they're talking about stuff earlier and earlier now because of the internet and my friend was like well if they don't have the internet and stuff like hopefully we can try to buy some time and i'm like little johnny at school is gonna have his phone at seven and he's gonna be like look at this (laughs) Okay, exactly. So it's like, not only do we have to worry about censoring our own children, but the other kids that are going to be exposing them to things because they might not have somebody at home that's censoring what they watch or what they listen to. And so it's just being able to build that relationship with their children that they can come and talk to you about anything. They don't have to hide things from you. And naturally they're going to already do that, but I feel like the more you just openly discuss things and not make it so scary or don't talk about that. Like, you know, it's like, no, let's talk about it. What is that? say? Okay. This is what that means. You know? Um, cause child, That's a good point. It's a lot. And, you know, it's a lot with the girls, but it's a lot with the boys too. So, um, yeah. I said, I know one thing I'm sending y'all to your grandma because, <laughs> she taught me about everything very young as well so a lot of times when my friends or, or people at school would be talking about things and like they didn't know what they were talking about I'm like that ain't it <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so not what that is. my mama said <laughs> so I want my kids to be able to be like well my mama said you know I don't want them yeah. like a deer in headlights like ooh, what is that like I'm curious you know yeah but we can't protect them from everything. All we can do is try to equip them as much as possible.
0: And that's so true. That's all could, That's all we can do. Yep. That's all we can do. And pray. <laughs> all right. Because I'm getting ready for this public school. And I'm already. But I'm glad, like, before he goes to public school, I've been already kind of, like, having those little talks. Especially about your privacy and all that little different stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh... I don't know. It's I'm, I'm getting hot. Just think about it. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Let Let's get into this week's topic,
1: okay? Because I don't need yes. no stress. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about our uh, breastfeeding journeys. Yay! Yes. So we are, are both have been breastfeeding mamas. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So um, do you want to start or? um you know what i don't mind starting because
0: i don't mind my story is not as elaborate as yours <laughs>
1: complicated
0: <laughs> yeah my mom is complicated as i had like, a complicated you know. order <laughs> yeah Kids is complicated my i'll just start with mine we'll build up we'll build up okay mm-hmm. okay so i've had three kids right right so the first child I should have listened to my mother-in-law. She said, okay, you're planning to breastfeed. Then you need to rough your nipples up. That's exactly <laughs> what she told me. <laughs> she said, get a rough washcloth and rough them things up. <laughs> hey, they're
1: about to go through torture.
0: Yeah, and I was just like, what is this lady talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I should have roughed them things up, okay? So the first child you know, I'm there. I don't have any ointment to put on. I'm learning how to breastfeed for the first time. And they just got, I just got so ripped and just, um, bleat like bleeding. Like it was just bad. Right. Sore yeah. the whole bit to the point. And then I, I, my milk came in so fast. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was gorged like so fast mm-hmm. and I, I got to the point where I just had a pump. But, you know, when you're new, I didn't really know that, you know, when you pump, you don't want to pump all the milk out because then that's yeah. just, like, telling your system that, you know, oh, the baby's eating a whole lot. Let me just pump you up some more. Right. <laughs> so I would just walk around just gorged, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for my three-day appointment because at that point my toenails was curling. I was in so much pain. And she was like, why don't you just go get a... Um, a nipple cover and I'm like what's that right I said we went straight to Target to get that nipple cover okay Mm -hmm. once I got that nipple cover I was good and then I had I had like a something I've never talked about but I had a traumatic situation like six months postpartum Mm. and I had to have emergency surgery and then once I had that emergency surgery because I was pumped with so many different drugs, I just decided that I wasn't gonna breastfeed after that right yeah mm-hmm. and so then two years two three years later when I got pregnant again two years later when I got pregnant again with my daughter, I felt like I knew the drill I had all the ointments there mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna breastfeed I had all the ointments there mm-hmm. and I had my nipple cover and I was good and it's just you know you know how it is it's like every two hours the feeding it was yeah. It's, once you, but that's all I knew was breastfeeding. So I was just like, okay, this is what I got to do. Is what I. This is what I got to do. Right. So I breastfed her until she was like, fifteen months. No, no, thirteen months. Mm-hmm. No, 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 fifteen. Sorry, fifteen. <laughs> I breastfed. Let me look at the, the Every month counts. It's right? <laughs> every month counts. So I breastfed to her. She was about fifteen months, and really towards the end, she just wanted to night feed to go to sleep until I had to cut that out. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then it was so funny when i was like trying to get the milk to stop after that i was doing the whole like cabbage i was like put cabbage yeah. in my bra uh-huh. and work with cabbage and <laughs> it was just like it was just a lot and then and then with the third one she wasn't gaining weight mm. and they didn't First of all, they did her weight wrong. So when they first went in and then two hours later, her weight was different. So I don't even really know her real weight, okay, to be honest (laughs) with you. So I'm going to the three-week appointment. She's not getting weight. She's not getting weight, not getting weight. By then, I'm on my third appointment in in like a week and a half Mm -hmm. postpartum. And so they're like, we're going to have to do a little bit of formula. uh, Once that formula hit, it was over. (laughs) (laughs) I was like did i even make it two weeks <laughs> i'm like how did i go from 15 months
1: right to two weeks did you always want to breastfeed or are you just like i'm gonna try it out like was it like a big deal to you or when no you-
0: it was a big deal it was a big deal in fact um uh, when my when my son my first child when he had to stop i felt so bad like he yeah. was only like five six months and i felt so bad but again i could not i didn't want i had so much medicine in my body there was just no way that i felt comfortable breastfeeding him after that mm-hmm. and it was so sad because he he was starving himself i was in the hospital mm-hmm. and he was like starving himself he wanted to wait till i could feed him and so it's like my husband he had mild- fed. he was only on the um yeah oh wow so he literally like starved himself for like almost 48 hours till my I was at the hospital. I had to stay at the hospital. I had to sleep overnight at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And my husband had him at home. And he's like, he won't go to sleep. He's hungry. And he wakes up and cries and cries. And then he just cries himself to sleep. Oh. It was probably so traumatic for my husband. And then he gets him in the car. He gets him to the hospital. And my mom brought one of those formula bottle ones, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Like the and, little pre-mixed or whatever.
0: Yeah. She shook that bad boy up. And he ate from my mom. And he was cool after that, and okay. um, yeah. But then, so that was that was that was that. But then the third child, okay. So she wasn't gaining weight. So then, I had to. I tried to do the whole formula and breastfeed because I really wanted to be about this breastfeeding life, right? Mm-hmm. But with that third child, you ain't gonna no sleep. You got two kids. You <laughs> be like, I just need you fed. Like, I right. <laughs> And so I actually have felt so bad about it. Like I I didn't even make it to, how did I not make it to two weeks? I felt so bad about it. But, Mm -hmm. um, when I went to go see her doctor, her, her, my daughter's original doctor is kind of negative. So I, Mm -hmm. she was out and I got to go to this different doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. And this different doctor, I was just telling her how I felt bad that she wasn't being breastfed and she was like, no, honey. You always see those posts like fed is best, fed, fed is best, right? right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, but still, I wanted to breastfeed, you know? Yeah. And she was like, honestly, she was like, my first child was the same thing. My first child, I breastfed this long, second child, breastfed, blah, blah, blah. Third child was on formula because of different reasons. And she was just like, you know, it's really, what it, what it really like capped in for me was like, every child really is different. Yep. Yeah. So, and yeah, I probably could. And then, you know, I tried to keep pumping and the milk was not coming. It was like, girl, we done. Yeah. Girl, it, the done. milk was like, if the baby ain't on the baby ain't on it, well, we ain't supplying it.
1: That's something that is, people don't tell you. You see all these people. I can't tell you how many YouTube videos I watched about exclusive pumping moms. Yeah, like, I, I don't know how the heck y'all doing this because <laughs> that junk didn't work for me. Okay. Like, if the baby not latching on, where is the milk coming from? Yeah. Like, you need both. Yeah. Like, everybody Everybody's body is different, but I'm like, y'all, I don't know how y'all is doing it. Because
0: even my doctor was like, yeah, you know, pump, but, you know, try to do every other one. Mm-hmm. Like, pump and then put on the nipple so that your body can still know that you needed to make milk. And I was just like, When they drink that formula, they be out. Okay?
1: Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. Sucking that junk down. (laughs) Okay. And I I like my new doctor now. But anyway,
1: so mine was pretty
0: self-explanatory. I know Kendra had a
1: whole other situation. I just struggled. Like, I always... Okay, so before I had... While I was pregnant, you know, I always said, you know, I want to breastfeed. I can't wait to breastfeed. Like... Oh, I can always nurse my baby and just be like I could envision like how it was gonna be and that connection and everything, but I never thought that it would be difficult because it's something that's supposed to just be natural and it wasn't, I didn't have too many conversations about the difficulties that could go into it. Yeah. So, and then also I feel like I I did speak to a lactation nurse ahead of time but they didn't really go into depth about anything they're just like you know make sure they get a good latch and go for it but my experience uh, with my first son um my milk didn't come in right away while we were in the hospital he had um I forget what it's called he had like a little tongue tie
0: mm, where, oh, I didn't
1: know. That. yeah like where the tongue is like connected to the little Thing at the bottom. I don't know what the name is for it. Yeah. Um. And you can either like clip it or you can like let them like grow out of it or whatever. But it's literally like a little skin, and it it doesn't hurt them or anything. So he, we were struggling in the hospital, um, trying to nurse him because he had that little thing, but they couldn't see it. So after they clip the clip that he was able to nurse a little bit better, but the first The first night we took him home, I didn't know my milk wasn't coming out.
0: So he's literally
1: screaming. Like, he's literally screaming all night long. We did not sleep that night at all. Eight o'clock in the, we couldn't wait for eight o'clock in the morning to hit so that we can go to the hospital. Like, we're like, what is wrong with him? And I actually said, like, should we go get formula? Maybe he's hungry. Like, when I squeezed it, it was some coming out. But I guess it wasn't enough for him to pull out. Because, you know, colostrum is, like, thick and everything. Yeah. So we go to the doctor the next morning. And they're like, yeah, he's not getting enough. So they kind of gave me some tips on how to. Because I was literally just nursing him, like, the regular, um, you know, when the baby is cradled. You know, I was trying to nurse him that way, but I met with a lactation nurse and she showed me like the football hold and I have very large breasts. So the way that I was holding him, it was just, it wasn't working. So Mm. once they showed me like the football hold that worked better for us. So, um, but they also gave us like this little, um, syringe with like a tube attached to it to supplement Uh, because he had lost like when we went back the next day he had lost like almost a pound already like he had lost so much weight and so um they were like okay you need to come back for the next two days and make sure that he's gaining weight and so we had to put the little tube in there so that while I was nursing him um I put the tube in so he was getting a little bit of formula at the same time so he could get full and also that he could suck harder to like help my milk come in. So, um, after that, the milk came in pretty good, but, um, I was doing the whole nursing and pumping, which I didn't even need to do, but they told me when I went to the hospital, like, oh, you need to pump so that more can come. You need to keep pumping. And, now, you know, later down the line, I learned that I should have just kept at it. Like he was, um, cluster feeding so that he create more milk for himself. You right, know, right. like the body is so crazy. Like, and, 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 um, God's so amazing that the connection between the mom and baby is already so strong that they know what to do. Right. So he wanted to nurse more so that he can bring more milk. But they're telling me, like, oh, if you, if you pump every two hours, it'll help bring your milk more in. Oh, so, my goodness. Um, so I'm, like, pumping, and then I'm, like, giving him the bottle. So it made our journey a little bit more tough. But I was able to breastfeed him for about almost seven months. But towards the end, it was, like, I was barely getting, like, one or two bottles a day and so i was just like this is too much stress on me like i'm just gonna stop because what happened was he preferred the bottle because i was already i was like nursing him and pumping so i was giving him the pump milk like every other feeding Mm -hmm. or like at night when um his dad would help me but it messed it messed him up because he liked it to come out fast yeah so he just didn't want to nurse. He would literally only nurse in the morning and before bed, he would nurse. And then after a while, the morning um, nursing, he cut that out. He was like, give me that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> run me <Wow>. that bottle. <laughs> so I was stressing myself out trying to pump enough milk to make yeah. a five ounce bottle for him. And that it was, like, causing my milk to slow down. Like, I was making lactation cookies. I was eating oatmeal literally every day. Oh, my um, gosh. Drinking tons of water, taking supplement, the fenugreek, literally going to Milky Mama to get all the little stuff they had. <laughs> like, I'm literally, like, st- completely stressing myself out because this was my dream. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to. You
0: was, like, die hard.
1: Yeah, I if <laughs> when I want to do something, I go in, right? And so it just started to become so stressful. And I was just like, what am I even like doing? Like this is causing more harm on me and our, you know, bomb because I'm like putting him down to pump every two hours. And then I started trying to pump every hour because they're like, now you need to power pump. Oh. So for people that don't know what power pumping is it's like you pump for 20 minutes, you take a 10 minute rest and then you pump again. I think it's 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minute rest, pump another 15 minutes for an hour. You just do that for an hour back and oh, forth. Wow. And it was just like, it was a lot. Like I tried two, a lot. Different, I have two different types of pumps and they're like, um, cause I'm like, well, maybe I just, my body is just not working with me like it's just not working and they're like no you can do it you know because I would go see a lactation nurse and then it didn't help that I was like in this like text group with these other moms and um and we were all breastfeeding so like it was a support system but then I personally felt like once I wasn't breastfeeding anymore, like an outsider, <laughs> like they, literally, they literally stopped hitting me up. Like, <laughs> I was like oh, they must have started a little side group. Cause they had like sent a post, they had sent a post about, a um, about uh, it said something about formula. Like it was like a negative thing about formula. And I was just like, well, what about those who struggle with their breastfeeding journey? Like, I don't think people should mm. shame them for that. And I was like, What I, they say? I was like, I struggle. I'm supplementing. Like, yes, I'm nursing, <laughs> but I'm supplementing. <laughs> like, I was so offended because I'm over here stressed out. Okay, <laughs> this milk going. I'm doing the best I can, and my body Rest. is agreeing with me. So, what do those people say? What do you say about those people? yeah you're like no we're not talking about you because at least you tried like you know, you tried. this is not about that she's saying for people that don't even try that oh they call it like formula poison or something i was like so you telling me i poisoned my baby because i'm getting formula like yeah. <laughs> and you know what people don't realize like how
0: hard it is to
1: breastfeed like i didn't realize it until the third child like breastfeeding it's a lot it's hard it's a lot Mind you, like when you first start breastfeeding, it is very helpful to get your body like back. Like, you know, you can feel your organs and things like everything contracting and like moving back into place. And it's kind of like, it's a little painful but it's also like satisfying at the same time. Well, it was cause I could feel like, wow like the body is so amazing.
0: And you know, mine was painful. Mine was painful.
1: It was it was painful, but like I didn't mind the pain some for some uh, reason. But it was painful. Like it felt like infections. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, that was I, the part I really hated.
1: Yeah, like it, these are things that like people don't really talk about, but yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful experience, but it's not always an easy beautiful experience. Like right. I'm happy that I gave it my best shot, but. Right. It was like really difficult and i was just like "Oh, my next time it's gonna be so much easier excuse me like i'm gonna get a lactation coach i'm gonna um exclusively nurse him because i know that that's the best way to get the milk is to just nurse around the clock right home i'm a stay-at-home mom so it shouldn't be an issue to be able to nurse him right and i just had like everything planned out i'm like i got my water ready i'm gonna get my meal planned together like i'm gonna do this right you <laughs> got my oatmeal <laughs> got my oatmeal and then i was reading stuff that was saying like all those supplements and stuff don't help if you're not um if your body is not already like in motion so it just will like the fenugreek and stuff i think it's supposed to um like give it more substance or something or help it to flow better but Mm. it doesn't help create more milk like the only thing that can help create more milk is the baby telling your body that it needs more milk oh wow and so I think the other stuff is just don't quote me on this but from what I read the other stuff (laughs) is supposed to help bring it down so that it flows better and you don't get like clogged ducts and like stuff like that Oh dang! But um, cause I'm like, I'm taking all these fenugreek pills and nothing is working. <laughs> You're like, listen here, what is
0: going
1: on? So I read up on stuff. I'm like, okay, you got to massage it. You got to put a hot towel. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm ready. I had so many plans for this next baby. Like, everything I felt like I could have done better with my first child. I'm like, oh, the next baby, he gonna get it right. So
0: you, so you were um you had a, you thought it was going to be, you thought it was going to be different with the second one.
1: Yeah. I feel like like, I'm gonna have it all planned out. Yeah. I'm going to have it all planned out. Everything that I didn't know before I've studied up on, like I'm going to consult with the lactation coach throughout the journey because that initial consultation or whatever they do in the hospital is not enough. Sometimes like you need ongoing support. And if you have ongoing support, it can help you Um, have a better journey Um, and so yeah so God had other plans and I had my second baby at six months (laughs) so he was only 25 weeks and so you know we were in the hospital for um, almost four months so I wasn't even able to start nursing him um, until about the three month mark oh wow so
0: so wait How'd you keep your milk flow going until three for, for that long?
1: So the struggle was, I thought the struggle was where with the first one. No. So you basically have to force your body into um, producing milk. So, you're, you know, while you're pregnant, your body is already getting ready and everything and your, you know, your milk is is getting ready. But at six months, it's not just flowing out, right? So... Right. Um, I had to immediately start pumping. They gave me the pump that night. Um, I had to do the whole power pumping situation. And I had to pump every two hours around the clock. Even You had to wake up for a pump at least once. So I would wake up at um, 2 a.m. and 5 (sighs) a.m. Oh my and um, I think sometimes I would skip because they said those night those night pump sessions are what's really going to help um, get the milk to come. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish I had my little journal here here with me. I journaled everything throughout the process of uh, when my son was born and in the NICU and everything. I like documented everything, but I believe it took me four days for my milk to come in so it was like four days of non-stop pumping to get one drop not a full bottle like to get to get one drop and you gonna ask anybody I was around I took that pump with me everywhere I had the um is it the spectra I had the spectra that was um, cordless so you could charge it up. I would be in the car pumping. If I can find some pictures, I'll probably put them on our Instagram. But I literally would be driving, pumping, driving to the hospital. Um, I literally pumped any and everywhere around the clock. And I have these little bitty valves of, I think it was like a five milliliter thing. And when I filled that thing up, I cried because I had worked so hard (laughs) just to get, but that little valve was a whole feeding for him at that stage. So I had worked so hard. I ain't going to get emotional. I had worked so hard to get that little bit of drop of milk.
0: (laughs) So wait, you had pumped for four days until you actually had a drop of milk one
1: drop i probably could look through my phone at, and see when the exact time it was but when i tell you i got so discouraged i was just like so while you're in the hospital oh my uh, goodness. yeah while you're in the hospital they do give you because they know you can't get milk right away they do give you um donor milk so thank god for all of the people who donate um their milk because you know, you don't want to have to give ba- the baby formula at that point because they're so fragile, they're so young, they need that yeah. breast milk. That breast milk is what gives them the strength to be able to grow, yeah. And so, what day was this? I got my first drop. I'm, um, he was born on the 16th. Yeah, it was three days. So I got my my Austin was born on the sixteenth too. Yeah, November November sixteenth. And I got my first drop of milk. I'm showing Nicole the picture, but I'll post it. Oh my goodness. I got one drop on each side and I just cried like a little baby. But I love the nurses because (laughs) they took a little uh cotton swab and they they uh uh sucked, you know, like um soaked up the cotton swab and then they let me eat it to him like that in his mouth and so um he was just so little you guys but it just made the journey so much harder because i you know if you don't have your baby there to actually nurse right your body is like girl what are you doing like So shout out to all the Nikki parents. I, and, and, you know, it was a, a little, um, it was discouraging and encouraging at the same time because some of the other moms that I went in there with, I had to realize that they were further along in their pregnancy. So their milk came in much faster. So they're like filling up full bottles by the third day because they were already like 31 weeks. Right. Whereas I was only 25 weeks, so my body really wasn't ready. And so... Um, you know, I just had to I had to work so hard for, for it. And this one, I filled up this little thing. Oh. And that was on the 29th. Wow. That's how long it took me to get that much milk. From the 19th, oh it took me 10 days to get not even it's not even an ounce it's like and
0: at that point you're completely sleep deprived because you're every two hours yeah
1: i didn't get any sleep i'm at the hospital every day um i still have a four-year-old so all that stress that's a lot you know when you're stressing that doesn't help your milk production no so it just made my journey like that much more difficult but the good thing that the good thing was that I was at the hospital every day, so I got to see a lactation nurse every day. They were so encouraging. They they literally tried, they're like, they used to tell me, like, you're doing everything you could, you can. Like yeah. you're the hardest working breastfeeding mom in here that we know right now. Like you're yeah. literally every time we open the curtain, you're you're pumping. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, try some blue Gatorade. I drank the blue Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I got the um Oat of this world, um, the oat of this world ice cream from Ben and Jerry's was supposed to be a good um, helper with that because it has oat in it, which it tastes yeah. really good. So I didn't mind that. I'm like, I'll eat this every day.
0: <laughs> I'm like, listen here, it's a stress reliever right here. But I can only imagine the, in that moment, you're looking at your child and how small he was at that time and knowing that he's
1: depending on you. Yeah. He's dependent on me. So that's what propelled me forward. That was what was driving me every day. I would literally, and they're like, Oh, look at him while you're pumping. And that should help you like get more milk. And it did, It, it truly did help. And so, um, I don't remember when it was, I'll keep flipping through my pictures as I'm talking to you guys, but I remember when I got, um, my first, like two ounces of milk, I was like running around the house. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine pumping for four days until you got a drop. Four days to get one drop. And you would have thought that I filled up uh, a five ounce bottle because it was just a lot of work, but it was absolutely worth it because I feel like that's why he's so strong to this day Um, is that the donor milk, thank God. And then I was able to, once I was able to produce at least a couple of ounces, because he still was really small, so he didn't require much. Right. So I would know my goal for the day was whatever his um, feeding was. So I would start setting goals for myself, like at least be able to give him one feeding of my milk a day. Mm. So I would pour, I would save those, um, whatever it was, I would just keep saving them and then they would be able to add them together um, to get enough for his feeding. And he was tube feeding at that point. So I was able to like, you know, just get enough for him to get that feeding. And then as time went on, um, uh, yeah, I'll probably show this video or this picture because it has like the progression. Oh, nice. Of how you know it doesn't have dates on it but yeah. it has a progression of where i started from like one drop to half of that little baby valve to you know half an ounce here and there but i wouldn't change it for the world and as much as it took effort that it took i still pumped i pumped for 11 um just shy of a year oh wow like towards the very end I was almost a year but at that point I was like girl you just doing this to say you made it to a year you ain't getting like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like barely um barely like uh two ounces that was like coming out a day and I was just like it's not worth at this point I had milk in the freezer that I was giving him Oh, wow. um, because when I was in the hospital and I did start getting at least two ounces and he wasn't drinking it they would store it for me so mm-hmm. I was able to take all that milk home so on the days where I wasn't getting enough for a feeding I could pull from my freezer um, and give him that and so probably at about 10 months I was like I just want to give him at least one um, breast milk bottle a day Mm. so what happened was when we when I was able to start nursing him um he still had his oxygen on like he was still really small um so as I was nursing him in the hospital it was just so uncomfortable for him he had to learn how to eat because he had been being too fed for three months mm. so their goal was to get um uh, get him to eat from a bottle and able to go home because mm. if we just focused on him nursing, he might have had to stay longer. So I would nurse him, but they auto also would bottle feed him, which I feel like at that stage in life, it just didn't work together. Like he he wasn't really like itching to nurse because he was getting a bottle for the majority of the day. So, but once we did get home, um, I did nurse him a lot, but as he got older, he started noting the difference, noticing the difference, just like Kendon did, and right. I just never could make enough to like full on like um, nurse him exclusively. Like it just mm-hmm. never happened. So I was really sad about it. I was really disappointed. But you know, you just kind of have to flip the switch and be like, you know, at least he's able to get some breast milk from me. At least he's fed. At least he's home um at least he got off oxygen and he's doing well and um they gave us a a prescription for formula so we didn't even have to pay for it yeah and so um he supplemented his you know his whole journey and but i still for myself (laughs) i still pumped every day i still pumped every day for almost a year and I, (laughs) i wouldn't change it because it made me feel like I was doing my part. Like when your baby is so small and helpless, you're like, I'm gonna do whatever I can to help him in his journey. And so it's not always easy. I do recommend that if you can to try it because the nutrients that's in the breast milk is is really good. It's great for the baby. It's great for so many things. So if you can, if you're able... I say give it a try, but I don't think it's fair to shame anyone for not being able to do it either. You know, right. some people have, you know, work, you know, and their job is so demanding. They don't have time to, even though, like, the workspace is supposed to give you time to pump. Right. Um, it's like, no. It'll be like, I remember when, um, at my old job, um the first person since I was there that um, had a baby, you know, they're supposed to provide a space for you that's not the bathroom to pump, right? Mm. They cleaned out a closet. didn't even clean it out fully. There was still like paper, like where we would get all of our, our supplies from. Yeah. And they put a chair in there and was like, here you go. Like go pump in there over there. Yeah, I'm like, this is terrible. I was like, I would rather pump in my car. Like she, It smelled funny in there. I'm like, I wouldn't even want to have my baby's like, milk exposed in there. But sometimes, you know, the journey is not always what we want it to be. But the goal, if the goal is to feed the baby, yeah. and the baby got fed, and the baby got as much breast milk as possible, then... I say mission accomplished, but I say what helped me a lot was the support, um, from my family and my husband. He literally would be like, okay, well, what do you need? Like, you know, or don't stress yourself out today. Like take a break, take a nap, you know, like he tried to encourage me. I know he wanted to be like, girl, just quit because <laughs> 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 like you are stressed yeah i'm like no i have to do this i have to do this
0: but i i feel like when the baby is connected to you the baby is in your body connected to you for months at a time it's just it's just like you know i can't even imagine going through that and you know that your child's life is dependent on you Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah and you're like they're already so small like i want to have the best Like, you know, I want him to have the best possible and I want to feel connected to him. Like, it's also like when your baby comes early, you kind of like mourn the pregnancy part Mm. because you didn't really get to experience the whole journey together. Like he, he had to grow up the rest of the way on the outside of the womb. And so I didn't get to experience a lot of those things that I did with my first son so all of that adds to the stress of trying to produce milk. And if you're stressing, that's the first thing that's going to like bring a, de- a decrease in your milk supply. So uh, well,
0: shout outs to you because I, I, ooh, that around the, around the clock is just around the clock. I, I already know how it feels to be around the clock, but then to be around the clock with your pump, I mean, it's like when your baby is there, you're like, okay, like, especially when they get a little older, you roll over. I'm a co sleeper, so the baby's gonna find its way there. Yeah. She's gonna drink, <laughs> and you're going back to sleep. She going back to sleep. Like, my daughter, she, ref- my daughter, my daughter never took a bottle. My second, she never right. took a bottle. She wouldn't take a bottle. She was like, I'm not taking a bottle. You're <laughs> not gonna give me a bottle. Her daycare, couldn't get her to take a bottle.
1: Dang, she was not playing.
0: She wasn't playing. She was like, "Okay, as I, I, soon as I get out of out of daycare, I'm going right back on." I sent her the food and stuff to school. Still, when I get home, I'm gonna get my milk. Like she mm-hmm. would be like the type that would feed all night, so then she'd go to school and be fine. Wow. And um, but nonetheless, I know what that around the clock feels like. Yeah, but. To think to be around the clock with a pump, that's just another
1: level of- It's annoying because like you said, like with Kendon, I could just l- literally lay in the bed and he would nurse in the morning. Right, right. Up and he would go right back to sleep. But, right. you know, having to get up and then like, they try to make it convenient for you because it has like a little nightlight on it. But then it's like, okay, not only do you have to pump, then you have to get up you have to put the milk in the refrigerator downstairs, label everything, because when you're taking it to the hospital, you have to label like the date and the time that you pumped because they right. need to make sure the milk is not spoiled when you take it to the hospital. Everything has to be sanitized, and then um, you have to put it in the freezer. So every time I would pump, this is what I had to do, and then I have to wash everything out so that it will be ready for the next session. And so you're just constantly setting your alarm and getting up and keep doing it and keep doing it, keep doing it. And it's just like, I literally started just staying up because I'm like, I'm tired of my sleep getting interrupted. So I would try to stay up until like the one o'clock feeding. And then I would skip because they said you need to get at least one pump in between 12 a.m. and 5 a.m. Or 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that. And so I would I picked 1 a.m. because I'm like, if I can pump at one, then I'll be okay to get up at like five thirty. So at least I got a few hours of sleep. And I still have a four year old. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: gonna be up at six (laughs) thirty seven.
1: Yeah. So it was a lot, it was a lot, it was a lot, it was a lot. But oh my goodness. Oh, I could all I could say is I just thank God for the support because that's what really kept pushing me too. Like my husband was like, "You could do this," and like my mom, and we had so much going on during that time. Like we were selling our house and moving and staying at my mom's house while our new house was being built, so, and then going back and forth to the hospital. So um, it was a lot, but I, the Spectra Pump is lit because oh, really? <laughs> you could charge it and keep it moving like i literally would charge it up and i would have it sitting on the dashboard in the car pumping and driving what and then, yes and i would get to a stoplight unhook myself pour the stuff in the bottle put it in a little cooler bag and keep it moving like that thing was everything see
0: i don't know what it was with me but i did not i would i think okay I got when I got pregnant. I feel like I got pregnant before a lot of my friend group. So I'm just like, oh, te- yeah. not teaching myself, but like, you know what I'm saying? When you're the first person in, in your group to get pregnant
1: and stuff, you just, you just, you yeah, know. you, you kind of have to, you have to find your try. I got lucky because none of my immediate well actually i'm sorry my best friend she did get pregnant shortly after me but we was in the same boat because we were first-time moms but like it was so many people that was a baby boom year yeah like 2016 was a baby boom and it was i had literally 10 friends pregnant at the same time that's wild so we were able to kind of like did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Like, oh yeah. And then I joined like mommy groups and stuff on Facebook because I was like, child, I don't know. My mom, she was pregnant a long time ago. Okay. Mom was pregnant a long time ago. And um, it's so much stuff. I was so sad that um baby's rs closed down for the second time around because i lived in baby's rs when kendy was born yeah and i would just go walk the aisles like oh this looks cool oh this will help with this like <laughs> i would <was> buy <buying> everything Like,
0: this <laughs> oh, look like this work
1: yeah like one day we'll do our um like our mom must haves because like or, like baby must haves whatever because there's a lot of products that I was just swore by like I was just yeah. oh yeah you have to have this in your arsenal like it just makes life so much easier.
0: You know what I've been thinking about trying is um okay so my doctor is down with uh, my with the baby to start foods at four months uh-huh. and I saw this one influencer and she had this food making. Thing and she put peas in it, and mm-hmm. it like made it into its own baby food. But it looked like like oh, I want to try that.
1: Like the baby bullet. It wasn't a baby bullet. It was. It looked There's like another a- one though. That you you make the pouches. Is that is it that one? Oh, it
0: looked they like a. Milk. It looked like I um, I don't know. It it was square, and mm-hmm. you pour it in one section, and then it. Like takes the peas and makes it into the mush and stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm thinking I'm about trying.
1: Advance. I'm like I had the baby bully, but that's a little. You have yeah. to boil it first.
0: I don't know, but I'm thinking about trying because I saw that influencer. Um, I think her name was Naomi Brier or something like that. Mm-hmm. and I was like,
1: that's fancy. I might yeah, try that. You definitely want to make your baby food because they put lead and poison in these babies' baby food these days yeah it's a whole lot it's a whole lot But yeah so is there anything that you would um what was my question what is something that you wish you would have known about breastfeeding during your journey did you find Um, out anything after see you've had three so you've probably already (laughs) whatever I know, you wish you would have known you learn with the second or the third one
0: <laughs> you know what i i wish i would have known to um not put so much weight on breastfeeding like mm-hmm. i felt like i put like it like i feel like i had put it as part of my identity or like my worth mm, yes you, you know what i'm saying yeah. like that first time because i only made it to Six months, then I was like, you know, I'm gonna hit that year mark. And then when I went after yeah. it, it's like a bad, it's like a badge of honor, you know? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so I wish I wouldn't have put so, but, because then it was like, God was like, oh, huh, I'm gonna show you this third one.
1: Right, <laughs> he be playing. Game. I
0: remember my milk was just like, we're not doing this no more.
1: Right, like, girl, bye and so that's uh, a good one that's a really good one I have to agree with that I have to agree with that because I put I did the same thing yeah I'm like I only made it to seven months like I'm gonna make it to a year and then even with the monkey wrench in the story I still was pushing myself with literally like no rainbow at the end of the tunnel like girl <laughs> it ain't working, like, but it was it was working, but it just wasn't yeah. working um the way I wanted it to. But I, because you I, really anything is better than nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the thing is, I feel like is you don't realize when you're breastfeeding or pumping around the clock how sleep
1: deprived you are. Yeah. I was I had to be running off for of adrenaline because I don't know how. Yeah how I was like making it like I literally was not sleeping.
0: Yeah I saw this post that said do you have are you do you have postpartum or do you have postpartum depression or are you sleep deprived?
1: (laughs) Bruh hand in hand. It's like it's it can trigger the one can trigger the other.
0: Right right and you never realize it but then it's like when you're choosing a breastfeed it's around the clock and it's like you're happy to do it obviously mm-hmm. but you don't realize at the time yeah, like the weight of it all you know
1: yeah yeah I think it's a blessing though to have like both experiences uh, yeah. to be able to you know at least have the experience of you know you, you made it to 15 months like that's amazing and but you, you can look at your children like they're all healthy. They all had different experiences, but they're all healthy. They're all thriving, you know? Right. And one got more than the other, but they're still great. Right. And um, I think the breastfeeding journey is something that is beautiful. It's something that was made to be natural. And um, But like you said, you can't put so much weight on it that you're missing out on the actual bond or journey of being in motherhood with your baby because right. you're trying to meet this quota for yourself that you created and it's not even working anyway. Like
0: <laughs> so, is there uh, anything you wish you would have done?
1: Um Different? I think with Kendon I wish I would have just exclusively like breastfed. I wish that I wouldn't have focused so much on the pumping. Hmm. Um, cause I think that would have changed the total trajectory of our pumping, our breastfeeding journey. I feel like it would have been completely different, but yeah. I also would have consulted with the, um, a lactation nurse throughout, like, cause after those first couple appointments at the doctor, I never, even though I was struggling, I never like went back and saw anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, I would have done that as well. And like I said, those are the things that I had planned to do with my second. (laughs) Um, But I highly recommend the lactation nurse, Um, and somebody that you can connect with, like not somebody that's going to make you feel bad about how you're doing anything. I had some really good nurses, um, and they were great. Like I would see them on their lunch break, like sitting in the lobby and. I'm like how's it going did you try this did you try that you're doing great like they always encouraged me they always came in and check on me and um so I really appreciate that but I would definitely um I would definitely try to excurs- exclusively uh nurse like that's yeah. the number one thing that I would probably do but
0: I did not like the lactation nurses really
1: yeah it because- depends on I feel like. You guys, if you can have your they baby at UCI, have your baby at UCI because.
0: <laughs> no, they were positive. They were great. I just don't like when they have to like, like, like pinch and pull. Like, i do oh, yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, they would get right in there. They would ask though. They'd be like, I'm just going yeah. to reach in. And they would literally like grab your breast and like, this is how you need to massage it. This is how you need to pull down. And when you're going to squeeze at the end, um, this is what you're gonna do and I wish also I highly recommend hand expressing like really yes girl that's so painful girl after you rough them things up it's nothing (laughs) I would get more out hand expressing than from the pump oh really yes with Bryson hand expressing is what gave him his milk I would massage and push down and it would be coming out like a cow. You lying. So if there was times where I'm like, oh man, I don't have my pump, like I need to like, I would get a bottle and just
0: I could never figure out that expressed milk situation. it would
1: be shooting across the room. I got Brandon in the face one time. What? Yes, hand expressing. I had high- ten out of ten recommend. Yes.
0: See, I wasn't doing it right.
1: Yes, it is. It is the goat. Like some people only hand express. They're like, forget that pump because you can get more out in five minutes hand then, expressing than sitting on that pump.
0: Wow, I wish I would have
1: known that. See, I, yeah, I would squeeze out two ounces like it's nothing. Like. What? yeah girl that was that was it now you would be in pain if you did that all day but it really it really did help, it really did help. That, i think that's what got me to be able to do it so long with bryson is i started hand expressing
0: yeah see i couldn't fig- i couldn't figure out that part <laughs> girl,
1: yeah you just gotta get up in there and then like i watched videos like when you're um in the Nikki, they make you watch all these videos before you can go home anyway. So one of those videos was like a breastfeeding video and they show you how to properly do it. Like you have to like push back and then pull down and like you have to like jiggle it and like move everything around and like <laughs> Wow. I wish y'all could see my face right now. I'm like I know. <laughs> it helps if you bend over. Like, yeah hand expressing is the go y'all so if you're breastfeeding mom out there and you're struggling try hand expressing before you uh give up because you
0: know it might have been that massaging part that probably would have helped a lot more but I guess maybe because mine was always trying to express milk at the very beginning It's like this is just colostrum or
1: whatever like yeah. so
0: maybe if I would have tried when I had like the real all the milk like the real milk in it probably would have been a lot better experience and
1: also what i would do is i would pump first and then Mm. after i pumped and it felt like nothing else was coming out then at the end i always would squeeze and see (gasps) what yeah see what else would come out and it would still be like so that's why (gasps) i said hand expressing is better than the pump because a pump will have you thinking that you're that's it yeah but when you whoop girl wow Yes, hey, lit that's the best advice that i got, <laughs> <Best> <laughs> that I got. <laughs> oh best my goodness that's, that's good advice
0: too because i didn't know i did not i was not knowing
1: dang yes yes girl so i mean that that's that sums up pretty much my journey um Yeah, that's, that's, those are the things I would change. Like, I know everybody's story is different. Like, I know some people who didn't have any support from their family, like people would Mm. be telling them, why are you doing that? Just give that baby some formula. Like, you gonna starve that baby or, you know, he don't need all that. Give him some cereal and, and formula in the bottle and he'll be all right. You know, you gotta do what's best for you and you're like a lot of people have their opinions of because how they done things with their own children like there's some families where you might be the first person to ever breastfeed right you know and so they don't because they don't understand it they might knock it and so you just kind of have to hold your ground and do what you feel like is best for you and your baby but also if you struggle And it's not coming as natural and you've done all you can. Like, you can't beat yourself up about it because you tried. I would say at least try. Yeah. some people have vain reasons as to why they won't breastfeed. Like, I don't want my boobs to sag or I don't have time for that. You know, it's not mom shaming or anything. It's just at least give it a, I would say at least give it a try.
0: Because you never know. And I feel like your boobs are going to sag either way.
1: Yeah they've been through a lot regardless <laughs> yeah regardless it's like although little are <laughs> holding up very well i must say no i but... got three kids i'm trying to get a um
0: a reduction
1: <laughs> i need too.
0: To... i want to lift with a reduction
1: mm-hmm. so my husband
0: said my husband said no why would you do that <laughs> did he say it like that <laughs> yeah, why
1: don't you do that i'm trying to get a whole mommy makeover okay Oh, listen, would y'all I judge- watch. I don't care if you do, but would you judge me?
0: <laughs> no, I wouldn't judge you. But the only thing that's just like uh, the only reason why I won't do it is because um, it's just like you have to go
1: under, and you know, uh, like, I wouldn't if- do that. I would do the um, it's, I guess it's not considered mommy makeover. I would do the smart light bulb. Oh, it's I'm no, gonna be googling. Um, <laughs> Girl, yeah, I didn't look it up.
0: Cause I've been looking at the influencers get those lympho- lymph- not, lymphatic Fat massages. Lympho- they look yeah.
1: very simple.
0: You think so? hmm Let me tell me about abs after that.
1: Girl, yeah, after they got the fat sucked out. I know, huh? hmm Dang, we might just have to make a a birthday appointment. <laughs> girl i'm trying to tell you so if y'all see a video pop up on my uh youtube channel don't be surprised <laughs> okay don't be surprised my, my lipo journey <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the
0: player hate the game
1: seriously
0: oh my they god can. i'm gonna look up that smart lipo. um but no but seriously i the um that breast lift Mm -hmm. i saw a reduction with the lift i saw um karen civil had got it and i think Mm -hmm. she had in their most recent podcast had said like who she had got it from or something like that Mm -hmm. That
1: if you're gonna do it you gotta pick a really good doctor yeah maybe we'll have a discussion about this on another podcast how do you feel (laughs) about moms getting (laughs) work do we deserve it Yes or no? I think we do. I feel like when you're younger, <laughs> this is got kind off
0: so off topic. So what kind? What kind of short? But I feel like when you're younger, you're just like so judgy. But then after you push them kids out, you like listen. If I want do it, do, girl. This, do, it. I do, this, do
1: it. Right.
0: If I want veneers, you know,
1: <laughs> I feel like we burned it.
0: Okay. If I want my forehead to come a little bit. Black training, you want black training? got a forehead done. Nah, girl, that's the forehead. Wait a minute.
1: If I need the forehead to come down, it's gonna <laughs> <don't> come down. <laughs> oh, I've seen that too. I've seen that online. My sister like, when she was I like, like forehead surgeries. Look, so listen. My sister she was getting her hair
0: done, and the the hairstylist said, "Okay, how much of your forehead do you want out?" I was like, "I'm gonna go see her." <laughs> <laughs> Rid of that? <laughs> yeah, like, with a I'm lace print, like, you can put it down here if you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's what she was doing. She was talking about her lace print. How far was going to come
1: down? <laughs> I was like, listen. That's funny. Okay, so yeah, we'll continue this conversation another day. But that was our breastfeeding journey. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed hearing our stories. We would love to hear you guys' stories as well. So leave us a comment on Instagram. I believe I believe they can leave messages for us on Anchor app as well. Um, I just saw that today. So if you have Anchor app, you can leave us like a voice note um, to let us know about your journey. I believe you can also send like a little email type text message or whatever. Oh, what? Wow. But, um, but Instagram always works as well. And let us know about your journey. Tap in with us. So what are you looking forward to next week, girl? Okay, next
0: week. Um, I don't have nothing on. Oh, no, I do have something. I haven't even told my Instagram yet. So y'all, you guys are finding out first. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> uh, my store is having a pop-up this Saturday.
1: Lit. Yeah, it'll
0: be in Santa Monica at the, at the promenade. Mm, yeah. So, oh, I'm having more pop-up. Yeah, having a pop-up, shooting these new arrivals, and keeping it moving. What about you? What you got planned?
1: So, I'm headed to Houston, Texas on Thursday evening, but I'm a little nervous because it's raining out there, and, you Oops. know, they get hurricanes <laughs> and stuff, and I'm not about that life, but I looked at the weather, and it said... Um, I think like 30% while we're there mm. and 30% chance of rain. Didn't say nothing about any hurricane watch. Um, it's supposed to be like scattered showers. So mm. shoot some prayers up for your girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I was> looking <laughs> like, girl, uh-uh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know but what's yeah. going on over there with their weather. Yeah. So while we're there, like Friday through Monday, it looks like it's supposed to be okay. Mm, like all last week it's been raining all last week like heavy rain so it looks like we're getting there on the tail end of it sunday there's not supposed to be any rain Mm. so we're just gonna go and pray for the best you know yeah that's all you can do all we can do we've committed we've got our tickets and we're gonna (laughs) go so i will probably be vlogging um so you guys can check out my youtube channel And see what's going on over there in Houston. That's how they say it. Houston. Houston. Shout out to all our Houston listeners. Yes. But thank you guys for joining us on this episode, episode nine. Boom. And with holla at y'all next week.